While athletics has always been at the core of the Detroit Athletic Club, there's no denying our social life. Think of our classic, ornate environment, festooned for a celebration. The well-planned weddings, holiday luncheons, and numerous club programs that bring us together and go off seemingly without a hitch. They may seem effortless, but behind the scenes, experienced professionals have spent countless hours planning, procuring, imagining, bringing to life the level of hospitality excellence and creativity the DAC is known for. Hi, I'm Kim Solarski, and on this episode of Heard in the Lobby, the official podcast of the Detroit Athletic Club, I'm pleased to welcome Sherry Perez, the DAC's award-winning Director of Catering and Special Events, and Nicole Bodwine of Emerald City Designs, the firm that enhances our club environment with stunning floral designs and provides essential services that make events such as Back to the Club succeed in grand fashion. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Thank you. Sherry, congratulations are, are certainly in order. You were recently named our state's best special events planner, and you were inducted into the Michigan Meetings and Events Magazine's 2020 Hall of Fame. Well-deserved, well-deserved. <laughs> Every year, you oversee Every detail of more than 200 special programs and more than 2,000 catered events at the DAC, every one of them considered, refined, and distinguished. Your rise to that level of achievement, how did it unfold? As many of us uh, did, we worked in restaurants and hotels uh, during our teenage years. As soon as we could get a job, a lot of times that's what was out there, especially in Michigan. I think they say... 48% 48% of the workforce is in hospitality. Really? It's a, it's a, it's a huge amount. Uh, so I had started in at Old Country Buffet. Oh, I was yeah. a hostess. I just love the idea of working with people and interacting with them because I, I think people would consider myself a... Um, I, was more sh- I was a little bit more shy during school, and um, it was just a way that I could interact with them. There was a reason to interact with them, and it felt great, and I, I loved it. And then I moved over to be a hostess at Bill Knapp's, both places that no longer exist. Aww, yeah. <laughs> and um, just I loved that being able to talk with all different types of people, all ages. And when, I think it was junior year in high school, they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you had to do a whole book report on it. I don't know that people do book reports anymore, but, um, and I researched one. I knew that I loved that. I also like the idea of being a fashion designer, but I decided, okay, I'm going to research this. I'm going to see what do I think is the most viable career and hospitality besides being in Michigan, but was really listed as something that even in the worst circumstances of the economy tends to still do very well. And it's something that I enjoyed and I felt like I could build a career with, and there was a lot of opportunity. And then realized that Michigan State University had one of the top programs in the whole United States. This is true. I like to say the top program. (laughs) Um, I know Cornell will will dispute that. Um, But I love the idea of being able to stay in Michigan for my education. And I did that and knew from the start, starting at MSU, there there was no doubt I was in hospitality. That's the college I wanted to be in. And started there and went through that program, 
loved it, could not have been better, and immediately took a job with Hyatt right out of college. And I decided I wanted to take some opportunity to not live in Michigan. And I went down to the Hyatt Regency, oh, I'm sorry, the Hyatt Regency DFW in Texas, which is, um, in comparison to the DAC, probably four times this size. So the ballroom's 130,000 square feet of space, um, two to 3,000 overnight rooms. They had two different towers. And uh, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful way to be able to learn. I started as corporate management training. It was, I got to learn from the best. I've got, I got to see the smallest of events to two, 3,000 person events. And uh, then I did decide to move closer back to home and went to the Hyatt Regency O'Hare, which again is a huge facility. Uh-huh. And it was, it was just as great. Um, the same amount of opportunities were there and I was able to uh, work my way up very quickly. That is something that um, a lot of times in, in a corporate environment, uh, you're able to do if you're willing to move. And, and um, so I started out as a catering manager, quickly moved to a commended service manager. So I got to learn both sides and then went into uh, assistant director of catering and then decided I wanted to move home to be closer to family. So that's where I'm obviously from Michigan, wanted to stay in Michigan if I could. I had just had my son and um, I got this wonderful opportunity to come to the Detroit Athletic Club. And that was 18 and a half years ago. And I, I will tell you, um, clubs were not on my radar. When I joined, I loved the corporate environment. I thought it was amazing. I learned so much. There was abundance of opportunity. If you wanted to move up, you could. If you didn't, you could you know, stay where you wanted. And I remember in college taking a, a club course, and um, it, they told horror stories of all these terrible things that could happen in a club environment because it's private. And I thought, oh, well, that's not for me. And I can tell you the day I walked in here, and I will, I can, it was the Saturday before auto show preview. So it was in, it was in a January, it was in January. And I remember walking in because I had actually interviewed with a couple of different um, places. I got flown in for a couple of different venues and just knew it wasn't the right fit. So I was getting a little bit like, maybe I'm not coming back to Michigan. And I walked in and I knew immediately this was the place I wanted to be. I I interviewed with Lisa Mercer. She was the director at that time. And I, I knew right then I, that this is this is my job. I'm I'm gonna get it because I know I want it. I know this is the right fit for me. This is the place, and I was lucky enough to get a call the next uh, maybe it was two days later because I'd flown back to Chicago uh, by that point, and uh, got the call and had a couple of the other interviews, and then I started my job here on February twentieth. <laughs> wow! And then look what happened. Look what happened. <laughs> There's such affection for you, Sherry. You oh, know that people you. love you. <laughs> Members adore you, and and I too. Well, and that shows clearly. That that shows. It's time for us to take a brief pause. Please stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Thank you, DAC members, for your enthusiastic response to this podcast. As your host, I look forward to sharing more fascinating stories of our club, its staff, and of course, our members. I strongly encourage you to contact me at kims at thedac.com with your tips, ideas, and comments. 
I know your club experiences have left you with many fond memories, reflections, and relationships, and I hope you'll share them with me. Thank you. Welcome back to Heard in the Lobby, the official podcast of the Detroit Athletic Club. Now it's time to welcome Nicole Baudouin from Emerald City Designs. Hi, Nicole. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for being here so much. So tell us a little bit about Emerald City. How long has the firm been around? We have been around since 1993. Mm -hmm. Uh, Myself, personally, I've been with the company since 2001. Okay. And your title is? My title officially is General Manager. Um, I think I do, as a general manager would, I I do quite a bit. Um, One of the main would be a design standpoint, but working with the team, working with the clients, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about what that means, design, event design. Event design. So in relation to, let's talk about in relation to the Detroit Athletic Club. Sherry and her team will come to us. We've got back to the club and this is our theme. What do you want to do? How are you going to make this theme come alive? Um, from there, then, it's it's a really neat process behind the scenes. I have a design partner, Elizabeth Sheridan, and we kind of start from the ground up, um, whether and literally the abbey on up or sometimes, you know, the seventh on down. But, you know, picking apart the different areas, picking apart the different theme aspects, but also thinking about the members and, and what are they going to relate to and from the design aspect of I might see things differently than the audience does. And so taking myself out of it and putting myself in the shoes of the audience. So that, that kind of runs the, the gamut here with that. So what, what would be the, the physical or outward manifestations of your work? What would members see or experience that you have put into place, say for back to the club? Um, one of my personal favorites for back to the club was wizard of Oz. And we did a more than life site. Well, it was a really large tornado in the front lobby. No way! No way! And we had wind elements and sound and lights and rigging and the thought process, putting it on paper, talking about it, putting it on paper, sketching it, to building it, to then figuring out how do we get it into the building. Um, which is always a challenge, and then actually setting it up and seeing it live, walking away from it is a really neat experience. That was one of my favorites, I would have to say. And on a non-special event day, what do members observe at the DAC that is your handiwork? That's a great question. So we do the decor, the, the flowers around the club. I find it such a special aspect that in this environment, it is already so refined in such a a lovely, welcoming environment to walk into. But flowers, to me, just finish it. It finishes that feeling. It makes the space special. When you walk into the lobby, the ceiling's gorgeous. It's comfortable to sit in the chairs in there. But the view of the floral is just that finisher. And so that would be one of those aspects that you would see from us on a daily, weekly basis, besides the special events. And your your colleague, Elizabeth Sheridan, I, I was uh, at the floral design class yes, that, that she correct. delivered in the pavilion. Yeah, and I that was so well received. Uh, the ladies just loved it. I was taking photos and there were many, many proud and happy smiles and their, 
their bouquets were gorgeous. They were, and it's it's so neat to be able to take that talent. You know, Liz and I, Elizabeth and I will, we have a second language with each other. We'll whip something together and, you know, it's done in five minutes. We don't think anything about it. Whereas somebody that doesn't have the experience with floral or even with entertaining, it might seem daunting. And we are always of the thought, this should be easy. This should be fun. It should be effortless. Like, bring some joy to people and give them that skill. And that was a really great experience that Sherry and the team brought to us to be able to do. It was a lot of fun. I hope we can do it again sometime. So here's a question. What is, for each of you, what is the greatest party you have ever attended that you did not plan? Can you think of one? I can. I can. Um, there's so many great ones here, though. I know. I, I like to was... pretend I'm attending them. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping for that question. <laughs> oh, I will say there was a masquerade wedding that I went to last October. And it what, weddings are so beautiful anyways and magical. And the individual um, that was getting married is, is a planner herself. And she decided to go with masquerade theme because she loves Halloween and I me too, love it, and it's my favorite holiday. And I love the idea that you could get dressed up in that. It wasn't; um, it was elegant, and it was wearing masks. And they actually, we walked in. I mean, it was gorgeous from head to toe from the ceremony. But they also had a secret room that they unveiled after an hour in that had a million masks. So even you were encouraged to bring your own, and their invitation was this metal, beautiful butterfly mask um, in a big, huge box. But they had this whole entire room of mirrors and hats that you could put on. And, I mean, it was thought from start to finish about what the guest was going to experience. And this was her special day, but she really took the time from start to finish of how her guests were going to enjoy it because it was so exciting for her. And it was, it was amazing. It was beautiful. What and a I, fantastic idea. Yeah, that picture just came up on my Facebook. It did. And I, I, saw it. <laughs> I posted it again, of course, because oh, I love it. But it was I love wonderful. hearing the idea, though, that she thought about the guests. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's your day, and you want it to be about you. That you know, That's why you're having this display of affection. But to think about the people that are attending just says something about the person. Yes. I think it really does. It's really nice. So what's the coolest party you've ever been to? Um, a wedding as well. My husband was a, a best man in a wedding in Brazil. And very high society. We get, I mean, we were actually down in Brazil for seven days. But the wedding portion of it was four days and just wined and dined. And it was gorgeous and inspiring from a design aspect. The things that I brought home from that. Um, this was a couple of years ago. It was just, it was neat. It was a really cool experience. What were some of the ideas that you brought back? Um, it was, uh, this was before greenery is huge right now in the design world. Um, greenery, foliages, textures, all of that. We've been seeing that now for a couple of years, but this particular event, it was in a ballroom and they brought in living walls of greenery. There was not one wall space left uncovered. Um, it you were in a rainforest in a ballroom, very comfortable and cool, but uh, it was it was incredible. And lots of orchids too, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow! Yeah. Both of those sound mm-hmm. like amazing, amazing events um, that took a lot of work, but clearly you as the guests, seamless, right? Yes, 
-hmm. Everything was beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Sherry Perez, Nicole Beaudoin. Thank Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your insights. And thank you for making our club such a wonderful, gracious, welcoming, and entertaining place. You're integral to the to the member experience and I know that they appreciate your work and will continue to for many, many years to come. So thanks ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Heard in the Lobby is a production of the Detroit Athletic Club. Special thanks to Martin Van Dyke for his production expertise and Liz Sandler for her production support. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Kim Solarski. Talk to you soon. <laughs>